watching this documentary on uh, HBO called The Last Movie Stars. It's about uh, Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman. And uh, Paul Newman's uh, children asked uh, Ethan Hawke to do a documentary about the life and times of both of them. And I thought I knew Paul Newman and a lot of stuff about Paul Newman, but this documentary, six parts, it's on HBO. It's well worth watching. They're an hour episodes, but it's incredible what you learn from them and you get to see like he was, you know, working with Lee Strasberg with in his class was Marlon Brando, Marilyn Monroe, James Dean, um, all these great actors just working together. And then James Dean being and Brando being the two like right. you want to say breakout stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, the untra- the tragic death of James Dean kind of helped yeah. push Paul Newman's career along a little bit because he was supposed to be in somebody up there likes me and Newman gets the part and then mm-hmm. it just goes on from there of all the great movies that Newman did, Joanne Woodward did, um, being together, the, their their marriage, their almost breakups, their you know, you yeah. see that you see them as real people and going through things, the loss of a child, the just a, a lot of different things, but that's that's a lot there. Can I ask because the title is the last movie star, right? Is that kind of a does it kind of contrast how big movie stars used to be to today? Where it's is that do they kind of tell I think that so story because he too? it goes basically from 1950 to and he passed away in the 90s, so it's okay. like he had that kind of cachet mm-hmm. all the way through Paul mm-hmm. Newman and Joanne Woodward too. She did more TV stuff later on because. As always with the women, they have the children. Right. And she had to sacrifice her career to right. have children. And, right. and it, it was, you know. And Hollywood's a, not as forgiving to women no, who No, and in age, regardless, you know, even Newman had to start doing of his course. own thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, they showed a clip from The Verdict. It's one of my favorite movies that he does. And it's when he's making a summation at the end of the trial. And it remi- it's one of the best scenes in. in, in in history, uh, film, as far as I'm concerned, because he's just, he plays a drunken, uh, down-on-his-luck lawyer who really gives his all for this one case, and then he just talks about it, and it's just, he's just, it's not Paul Newman, it's just character, you know, that's the thing, mm-hmm. you kind of lose yourself in that, it's like Nicholson in A Few Good Men, you know, right. you can't, that whole thing between him and Cruz, it's just him talking to a jury and it's it's phenomenal. But so can I? So what you say too, right? Is Newman had a drinking problem, right? He, he, and which is and brought this, out. this yes. actor had a, or excuse me, the lawyer had a drinking. The lawyer problem has as a well. drinking problem. So you think there was a lot of obvious? He well, was he was on. getting better at this time. Newman, yeah. you know, later on in his life, because he, I won't give the whole thing away, sure. but but Joanne Woodward, you know, he he promises her, I'll give up hard liquor, as they say, mm-hmm. but I can't give up beer too. Mm-hmm. And then there's a point where they get back to you know it's not mm-hmm. like they've ever split split mm-hmm. but it was just got to a point where i didn't real i because always was always like you know yeah. paul newman liked to drink beer that was his right, thing. Right, right and there's a scene in the sting where he would put ice and cold water in the tub or in the sink and put his face in it and he goes that was daily for him he would do that every day mm. because he had he liked to he liked to drink and things like that but that's a part of it but so many different things. He got into racing. He was yeah. big into racing. He was, ju- you know, and he's, he directed. He got into the, after his son, you know, his son unfortunately passed away, drug overdose. 
he got into the philanthropy part of it and, and giving all the money that he made through that, never kept a dime of it. Right. Just went right back into charity and how all that worked. And the cool thing was he was going to write a memoir and he had his friend Stuart Stern, who was a screenwriter for Rebel Without a Cause, and interview all these great actors, directors that worked with him and Joanne Woodward. And then he decides after getting all the stuff that all on tape, I don't want to, I'm not doing the memoir. He burns them all. Mm -hmm. But Stern had had them all, you know, transcribed. So Ethan Hawke gets um, George Clooney to be the voice of Paul Newman, Laura Linney to be Joanne Woodward, um, Vincent D'Onofrio is John Huston, and and so many different actors he gets, you know, so you can hear what they have to say about him. And then there's interviews that he did on the Dick Cavett show with Joanne Woodward, Paul Newman, that you see that. And just... It's just really well done the way, I mean, six hours, it could have been 20 hours. There's so many things, right. but it's I, just fascinating. I, can I ask you another question on it? You you watched The Last Dance, obviously, right? Yes. Um, how would you, I heard, I, I, I want to say it was Ken Burns. I, I could be wrong about who said it of, but it was a famous documentarian. And I'm, I could be wrong about attributing it to, to Ken Burns. But what he said about The Last Dance was it was more voyeurism than journalism in the sense that it was, it kind of felt like a Nike commercial at the end of it. Right. Do you feel like this is, and so my question here is, do you feel like this is a fair look at Newman or do you think, it's, think a, it's, it's a total like, not propaganda, but like no, a rose-colored because view it, of No, it doesn't show okay. him just being the perfect... Right. Like, you think, oh my God, it's Paul Newman. Right. He's the perfect dad. He's the perfect husband. Mm-hmm. No, it shows warts and all with it, which makes him more, mm-hmm. you know, accessible to you in a way. Like, right. you know, as great-looking as he is, as, right. as talented as he is, there's still flaws in the person. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily agree that much about the Ken Burns thing. I don't think that was... That, well, Jordan was... Do, I think part of it too is it's Jordan telling his story. Right, it's Jordan telling his right. story, and Jordan's going to tell it. And and it's the only way he can I tell it. I haven't watched the, the last dance, but there's also it doesn't show Michael Jordan being the greatest guy either. No. He punched Steve Kerr in practice. Right, but the and, thing is, it it shows you. And I don't mean to slander Ken Burns. I could look up after no, who no, said I, that quote, but I, I know I'm some documentarian. But I would about I disagree with that because you're seeing Jordan as Jordan. Yeah, I, Jordan didn't hide anything. I mean, there's a scene where Jordan's playing, pitching quarters for twenty bucks against the guy, and he doesn't, and he lo- Jordan had to win everything, right? And Jordan had to be the best at everything, and it was funny. They they were talking on um, Dan Patrick was saying in 1996 he was doing the ESPYS because the ESPYS just happened, and they did comeback player of the year. So Monica Sellis gets stabbed on the court. Mm-hmm. Ron Gant breaks his ankle, and Michael Jordan comes back from. Minor league baseball, right, right, right. and he wins the comeback player of the right. year, only because Jordan right. said, "I will do an interview for ESPN." Right? They're going, "Come on, this woman is playing in Rome, gets stabbed in the back of the neck by right. a fan who runs on a court. She comes back to continue to play tennis later on, right? And she doesn't get comeback player, but that's the Jordan thing, right? That's the way the Jordan." Era was with that. I think part of the, and again, I haven't watched it, but I think part of what I read from the comment from, and uh, you the, saw it, right, Mike? Did you see? It? No, Zach I, watched. Oh, it. Zach watched. It. I right, think right, part right. of some of the criticism is like you telling your own story that lacks some objectivity, right? right. So it's like Michael Jordan is going to present his side of the story, and he might even show you some of the negative stuff, right? But stuff he wants you, he wants you to see as part of the bigger mythology of Michael Jordan. But again, I, I do think like. 
you, you can come away looking, okay, he's probably a little bit of a jerk, which maybe hey, he, you know. Jordan's Jordan. Of course. He can do what, I mean, look right. at how much money the man still, I mean, of what course. he does. I mean, he's Air Jordan, this is the whole bit, the mystique mm-hmm. of Jordan, the greatest player ever, regardless right. of but I think who comes we, along. I think some of the criticism of it is that it's him telling it. Yes. You're not getting a, and so I guess like with Ethan Hawke being the, do you find him to be he, a, a good, a good full story? It was perfect. Okay. Perfectly done. I mean, I wish it could have been longer. The get you wish it films more. But you also love Paul. You love I Paul. I think Paul Newman is one of the greatest actors. Is he of all your time. favorite actor? He's one of my. I, it's hard to like. I mean, I like Denzel. I like Paul right. Newman. I, I, you know what I mean. But Paul Newman could do. You know, Paul could Newman. We, could you do a top five? And you don't even have to order. But could you do a top oh, five? Geez. I mean, to put you on the spot. Uh, is well, he, it will okay? Is he well, in the top five? Yeah, okay, he's definitely okay, in the top okay. five. I mean, I would include like Joanne Woodward's a great. I think she's an underrated actress. Mm. I think she missed a lot of parts. Like she, I think she even mentioned that Jane Fonda got a lot of things that I think Joanne Woodward could have done just as easily. Mm-hmm. And Jane Fonda is one of the greatest actresses yeah. or yeah. actors of all time, whatever you want to say. But they're different generations of actors mm-hmm. and everything. But he spans so much time. I mean, right. Paul Newman, you know, and the great things like when you watch Denzel, you watch any great actor. They're not themselves. They're the Bang character that you see. You know what I mean? The person, they're who they want you to see. They don't want you to see, hey, I'm like just like walking through a picture, you know, right. like somebody's just doing it to, to get money or whatever. I'm actually putting my self into it, but I'm also taking myself out of it and becoming the character more than just, oh, it's Paul Newman, blue eyes, he's handsome, right. you know, whatever. I mean, you look at Cool Hand Luke and HUD and... And the verdict, and even the color of money, which he's, he wanted to Cool Hand Luke is kind of like his quintessential. That's that's his, one of his. You know what we have here is the failure to communicate. Role for him, that, right? That's one. HUD is another. You, I mean, Ombre when he plays a Native American, and he's he does a lot of different things. Paul Newman. He's very. I mean, he did a lot of different movies. Butch Cassidy. Then you see him in the Run Sting. Butch Cassidy. You know, I mean, he's he could just do. He's Henry Godolph. You know, he's not right. Paul Newman. He's this guy that's. You know, going to help out his friend that gets murdered and help the family. Right? Right. It's just, it, it's, it's he, amazing. He was, you mentioned James Dean, Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando, Marilyn McQueen, Monroe, right? McQueen. Steve McQueen was in that sort of. I didn't see McQueen, McQueen around was, the okay. same time, though, you know what I mean? Because they, they were kind of compared. They right? were the two, but I think Newman was a better, and I like Steve McQueen, but. But your Steve, Team Newman, if there was team a. Team Newman over, and only because. Like, Steve McQueen, like, had to have, like, certain things done in his movies. You know, he had to, like, the, the Great Escape, he had to put the motorcycle. Right. Shape. That never, I mean, but it had to be McQueen riding a yeah. horse. I mean, McQueen was cool. You know, he had that, but... But, but when, he didn't measure but up to when Newman. Newman. I think Newman's a, a, a better actor than Steve McQueen, but Steve McQueen's still a good actor. Of course, I'm just saying, of course. But, you know, when you're talking great, it's great. I just, you know, because... I'm not well, as you're a James Dean guy. I love James Dean. James um, Dean, you know, and they were in that. Well, I, I think he fit the zeitgeist of that time very well. And but, you had Brando, who oh, was they. That, that's when acting. I think Brando screen those. tested for. I think I saw an audition years ago of Brando doing uh, James Dean's part uh, in Rebel Without a Cause, the scene where you know. Uh, you say one thing, another, pr- and then right. everybody goes back again. I saw Brando do a screen test for that as well. Right. Um, but but just to pick up on the title again, it's the, the last. It's called the uh, the last movie stars. So, and I think it's true because it, they were. They, through, they, like, we really the, don't do movie stars anymore. No. 
people don't people will see i think if you did a marvel movie and anybody was in it it would still you would a lot of people would see it but it's with with the way streaming has changed it with the way it, social media has i think redefined what celebrity means right. where you could be a famous youtuber or a tiktoker or whatever an influencer the movie star no it's it's a completely different concept of what right and it's the movies you do in the box with like right. you know for a while, Tom Cruise wasn't. Now, Tom Cruise would make. I was going to bring him up. Yes, is a big movie star. Yes, you know what I mean. It's a, but Tom I was going to bring him up because I feel like in some ways Tom Cruise might be the actual last movie he, star with this comeback. I think yes. what it's been with Tom Cruise like he's made some, like Paul Newman did too, like the towering. You know, some movies that weren't great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they were cash movies. You know, yep. which you always have to do, of course, and things, but. I think there was a while too with with you know Tom Cruise you know and and his off the field stuff with the Scientology yeah. and everything. The people, <laughs> you know what I mean? People were like, hey, "Do we want you know this guy? Are yeah. we do, doing these things?" And he made some movies that weren't right. great, but this one brought him back to being. Did you see the original Top Gun? I saw yes. Yeah, so did you see Top the new one? I haven't seen the what, new is one. Is there a desire to see it? I, I'm not one? like. A lot right. of people were like, "You've got to see this movie. You've got right. to, see, and you've got to see it in the theater." And you've got, yeah. and I'm like, "Okay, but you know, do I? I mean, yeah. I, I, I'll see it. I when mean, it comes I, on the the idea that the Top Gun is a classic. I think you're we're bending the definition of what. Yeah, classic I think it's is, more right? like it's you know, almost like the same thing that Stranger Things captivated like the season one mm-hmm. because of everybody loved that '80s feel. People right. were like, "This isn't like because now the movies now are like just." Marvel movies, yes. superhero movies. Yeah. So it was just like it was a very authentic '80s movie again, yeah. and that's why. But again, I don't think you have to see. There's any a movie hero. In the theaters. I feel like yeah, and I right? feel like this the hero whole thing, part of it too with him. Yeah. You know, there's this. This though also got very good critical acclaim too, right? Like it got very good. Not that to be honest, I don't know how much all of that means in the grand no, scheme of things. But, but this got a lot of good, like actual critical review and. And you know it had some other. It had yeah, uh, Miles Teller, Miles in Teller, it, John, John Hamm's yep. in it. You know, look, the first one was what it was. Jennifer Connelly's in it yep. also, I believe. So yep. you know, you get this feel good, you know, story. And he brought back Val Kilmer, which was yeah. a nice touch. And yep. you know, Miles Teller plays the the son of um, Goose, Anthony. Or? Yeah, Goose that passed yep. away. You know, what I mean? so it's mm. you get all these different things in it, and it's a summer film and yep. people are like yeah you know i gotta see it's this it's not polarizing in the sense of i i was reading this like in a few articles about the movie there's an enemy in the movie but they never explicitly say who the mm. enemy is or yep. where they're from right so you're not alienating a single group <laughs> you know and that exactly like, you know in the 80s it was like oh the, you know it's like the, we're right. fighting the russians right, right. you know that, but so it's just like there was never right. you were fighting there was other people and other planes that they're fighting but you don't know who they were or what or there's the bad guys yeah, right. so it's a lot easier too to and that just, makes it easier yeah, exactly it makes yeah, it easier for any audience to see it you could show it overseas and get a ton of money because you're right. not like you can't show it where like oh your country we're showing it in as the as the bad, <laughs> is the enemy, quote, bad exactly. guys yeah right. it was tom, very easy tom cruise is he is a movie star but right. i don't think he had like i don't think i think because of the times too he um, did a lot of flops before this oh yeah absolutely I mean, that's why this is 
so huge for him because he did that like Oblivion movie it was called, which right. is like a post like you uh, you know apocalyptic yep. type thing. He did that Mummy movie the that mummy was movie, terrible, exactly right. You know, right. I mean, he did Jack Reacher's, which made good money, but he Edge of, what was it like Edge live, of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow, and yeah. then, like Live Die Repeat, like yep. the ones that he had to get through the day without it yeah. was like it's the same know, movie, only. yeah, right. But I mean, to an extent, a lot of actors will do some other movies, I guess. Paul Newman, as you you did touch on a little bit, he's the handsome guy with the blue eyes. Was there the criticism that he's the same guy in every movie too? No, uh, no, there wasn't. I not that I saw. Was but he, I, is he I never really read reviews of no, like, yeah. when they're doing because look, if I like the guy, I'm I'm gonna give my review of it. Like mm-hmm. I'll I I mean like am I gonna like when he did the sting? I'm just going like something right, like right. things he might have seen the sting. It could cloud your judgment. Yeah, if it's I'm like, just like. I want to see him. If I like it, I like it. That wasn't his best. I didn't like everything Paul Newman. I have to be honest with you. I didn't like, you know, Towering Inferno was, okay, McQueen and Newman are in it, but it's a burning, you know, building. Was that the one movie they did? They do they any did, other toast together? That's the one they did it? together. That was the big, you know, McQueen and Newman and right. together. Because they did the Poseidon, but then it became all those, you know how you said, like, the superhero now? Yeah, well, yeah. Where it was the Poseidon adventure with the ship upside down. <laughs> Then, you know what I mean? And so they, they got to get the people out of the ship? And they got, no, they're not, they're in the towering inferno. They're getting the people oh, out of the tower because, okay. you know, they're going to build this beautiful, yeah. uh, you know, beautiful building. And yeah. But is it up to fire code? You know what I mean? And Newman's right. like, well, they got to, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But he did Buffalo Bill, you know, but he, when he was but doing that. But you could watch each performance and see a different Right, okay. because when he did... Um, Bill Cody, who was like this hero of the you know American West and everything like that, he kind of showed you in the film, which they brought out, that you know like look at how corporate it is. Like mm. he was trying to tell the story too. Like here's the guy out in front, but look at who's making money behind the scenes. Ah, and that's what yeah. he's trying to say. Okay. Like we've got oh you got to go back to Europe, Bill. You've got to do yeah, the show yeah, there. Yeah. You've got and he's trying to show in that way. Like I'm the star, but everybody's getting a piece of it and things like that. So he told movies. He did uh, some other, like, political, like a WUSA. It was about a radio station, but Mm -hmm. it was a political movie, which did not go well. Like I said... Did you like the movie? I, You know what? I didn't even know about the movie. Oh, you didn't? Until until I I saw... And I was like, what is this? And I'm looking at it, I'm going, whatever, it's Paul Newman. When I watched it, if I saw it now, I'd say maybe. But it just kind of just shows you that, you know, you know them, you think you know them, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes right. in their life. Because they're human beings, regardless of what they are. They're movie stars. They still have a wife. They have kids. How do they interact with kids? How do they interact with other right. people? But he never seemed like Paul Newman. When you saw the, this documentary, I'm Paul Newman. You know, let me win this race. I'm Paul Newman. Let me. He was long like, hey, I'm Paul Newman. I'm with you. I'm you, one of you guys. What Do you think, and this is, do you think you... You were the demo for this, so in in a sense of, you know, if you're a little older, do you think this is for like your, or do you think this is Ethan Hawke attempting to tell a story of this? This is important I, to everybody. I think if because. you watch this, it wouldn't matter if you're 20, yeah, or 70. Or so you, you think they tried? They went into it with that? Absolutely. Real, okay. I think they went into it and say, look, if you like film, mm-hmm. if you're interested in film, yeah. and not like I'm a historian or whatever, no, no, no. Or whatever. But I'm saying if you want to see about what actors right. and great movies they were in and some movies that weren't great, but how he reacted. It was also his personal life, which is interesting too. How he interacted with his children, how he was as a father. 
like here he is making a movie, but yet like am I supposed to be there for my kids? Do I you know he's torn, but he's not torn because. Mm-hmm. And even Joanne Woodward said some people shouldn't have children if they're in the industry because it takes away from... Right. Or maybe she wouldn't have had as many, you know, things like that. But it's Do they speak a, to the kids in this movie? There's, there's, you see them together with but the they children. they're not like... But they're not like... They, they, oh, they speak to all his daughters. Do- they speak oh, to all they of his do. children. Okay, they yeah, do. they interview them and, and, and even his grandchildren. You, yeah. So you've got... And you see that all that, that's going on with them and how much... Like he softened when he had his grandchildren because he, right. you know, he was different, you know, like and he could relate to them better right. because he was on the end, and he died of cancer, the poor man yeah. too. Which, but it, it was very touching, you know. It, it's a love story, but it's a love story that you know, not just like it was always rose petals and right. candy and all that stuff. It was like you know, get your shit together, basically. Yeah. She's saying to him, and it was basically her to him. Because she was like, she wasn't going to put up, but she put up with a lot. Mm-hmm. But she kept, like I said earlier, she kept the family together. Right. She, you know, you're the you know, stepmother of these children. Mm-hmm. And you're not making my kids that I had with Paul Newman feel you're not really my children. She made, we're a family. We're mm-hmm. all together. Which was, and you don't have to do that. You're a celebrity too. You right. don't, And she was a hands-on Mom. That's a source of tension in a lot of marriages, that, absolutely. You know, especially for a second, and, and you know, her, it could have been she could have resented like, well, where are you going? I'm having kids. My acting career is on hold. I'm watching your kids. I'm watching, mm-hmm. you know, their hero. Some, you know, whatever. And you're making movies. Mm-hmm. I'm a great actress too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's she won Academy Awards for mm-hmm. She was won Emmy. She was great. She was a great actress, but she took a back seat for her children. Yeah. And for him, and then he, but he always said she was a great actress. But really, you could be any age, watch this film, uh, this documentary. So this is a 10 out of 10 recommend. I would definitely say it. And I, it could have been four more hours, five more hours of it. Because you just like to see, like, when you, you have these ideas of what people are, and you really, look, like I said, you don't know them. You don't know what Paul Newman's really like. You just think, wow, who would want to be, like, when you're growing up, you're like, yeah, I can be like Paul Newman. Right. I like to look like Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. You know, be this cool guy. And but he was very like when Redford worked with him in um you know, when they did um Butch Cash and Sundance Kid, they like hit it off. He wasn't like, Okay, I'm Paul Newman. You know, he was always like one of the kind of people in the movie. He wasn't, you know, I've gotta do this or cause Redford would come a little late. Newman, you know, would do this like before. Are they the same age, roughly, or Newman's older? Newman's a little. Uh, Newman was older than Redford, but so he wasn't jealous of the new kid coming. No, for I don't. Stuff. I don't think he had any jealousy. I mean, he wasn't like that as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wanted. I think earlier because mm-hmm. James Dean get parts, Brando's getting talked about, my wife's getting talked about. You know what I mean? And where, mm-hmm. you know, you have that ego, and they both had it. I'm not saying he didn't have ego because right. you're not in it if you don't have ego. Right. But, but the way it's 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 made it seem, it's like. Hey, I'm. I want to be great. Yeah. And Joanne Woodward, I want to be great. And they were like everybody. Like Paul Newman, when he walked into a room, you knew Paul Newman was right. there. He couldn't just walk in. Or when he walked in with Joanne Woodward, you were like, "Whoa, yeah, this is big time now. This is yeah. a big. This is a big. This party just got a lot better. Yeah, because he's in there. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. And that would have been if James Dean didn't pass away in that car accident. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened? Right. You know what I mean? But that's the thing about. So is part of the story is he be is his rise directly linked to or if not directly 
James Dean, he then kind of filled a he, void he there. He got filled the void, but I think his his talent would have gotten he him okay. things because you never know like what would have happened. Like James, right. who knows what could have happened with James if he didn't die? That you know, God forbid, would he been I, like a drug addict? Would something have happened to him otherwise? Would there be a role like Dean passed? I go, I'm taking the time. Yeah. Newman gets and it. then that would have been yeah. yeah, you know, or the break. But it was like Brando was you know on the waterfront. The great movies that Brando did. It was just to be in that clay. You see, you're showing pictures. There's Marilyn Monroe, James Dean, Paul Newman, Joanne Woodward. You're like, holy Christmas. These aren't just your run of the mill stars here. These yeah. are you know Marilyn Monroe was bigger than life. James Dean, you know, bigger right. than life. And then you wonder if James Dean had lived, would people be like? guy's not that you know what i mean as he right. gotten older look at him he's you know what they're gonna say he's bloated right. he doesn't look the same right. way he's not you know so right. you, you know not that you want to die young and no, fade, no 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 but you know but how so much of dean's all of his were about kind of too right his his whole thing was he was the young guy bucking against right and could he morphed yeah. you know and then, yes. you know you look at paul newman a cat on a hot tin roof playing a homosexual yeah. Not wanting to be with Elizabeth Taylor. That's right. acting right there. Yeah, There's a beautiful, you know what I mean? You, like, right. what guy was want to be with, and he's like, he has no desire. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, Burl Ives, you know, Frosty the Snowman playing his father and Big Pop, you know, the, it, it, interesting. And HUD, and I have saying, the movies were great. Cool Hand Luke, like fighting the system and mm-hmm. everything. And George Kennedy was great in that too. But he just, he's just such a great actor. But this doesn't just make you feel like, He's just a great actor, and you gotta love this man. You see that what he is, mm-hmm. and you still accept his talent, but you separate the man too from the talent. And he even admits, like in in the things, like I should have, I could have done more. And everybody has those. Of course, everybody, of course. regardless of how much money you have. When you have children, you always have regrets. Could I have spent more time? Should I have spent more time? Did I baby them? Did I force them? Yeah, you know, and li- and you're also. The son of Paul Newman is not an easy thing. That's not to, an easy. To, you know no, what I'm saying? No. And so there, there's a difficulty there also. So yeah. it's, it's, but it, it was a tough thing. But I would definitely, you and Sam, I think would love it. I think you would love it too, Mikey, because you're, you know, he's kind of like a cool dude. You know what I mean? But if you just met him and had drinks with him, he'd be like, but you didn't see like, but you're bombed on Christmas Eve. Right. And thing. How about helping your wife out get the stuff? And he yeah. was like. You know, and he's got, and like I said, some of those kids weren't even his. Yeah. And he's, all he did was drink all Christmas Eve, you know, and that was it. She did everything. She was the, mm. the one to keep them together. So you think, well, geez, you can help your wife out, yeah. you know, even though you're Paul Newman. Yeah. It's Christmas. But there's some touching things. It's it's really well done. Uh, and Ethan Hawke did a great job and having the other actors in there, too. You had Steve Zahn was in it. Uh, um uh, your buddy, um, why am I drawing a blank on the, their picture? Mark Ruffalo is playing uh, Tennessee Williams, doing the voice of Tennessee. There's so many different people wow. they've got from all the. Thank God this guy did the transcripts of it. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. But wow. um, I would definitely recommend it. Ten out of ten. Would, ten out of would ten. Watch again. And would wish there was more hours of it. It was just phenomenal. So we're gonna go from one icon. <laughs> we're gonna switch to Mikey's favorite NBA star. Kevin Durant, who now wants to, after uh, just about 11 or 12 months ago, signing a big deal with the Brooklyn Nets, going to bring a championship, I'm going to get Kyrie, i got James Harden, I'm building my super team. And now, as of the show date of the 23rd, I want out, says Kevin Durant. 
I want out. Well, is he saying, though, he wants out, or is it just he's open to yeah, options? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I, I don't option. think he's banging the table and no, saying, get but me out of here. Once you start filtering out, right? and I think when Steph Curry won that championship, mm-hmm. this last one, you think he's got Curry envy? I think he's definitely got Curry. Well, you envy. see that they're, they're, the Warriors are even trying to recruit him again to, to come to the Warriors. But, but they they can't give up enough to get. No, Durant. they might give up some of the older first round picks, maybe Moody and Kaminga. Right, and but some that's of not going to help. The net. But the thing is, you, you own a team. You're the you said Kevin. You want to come here? We're going to pay you handsomely. We're going to give you more money. And now because and I really think it has a lot to do with it because. You know, they won with Durant. They won without Durant. Mm-hmm. He's like, I haven't won without Curry. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get out of the first round this this yeah. year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that plays on him. And he's big, because you had mentioned it before, he's big on social media, Kevin Durant. He's big, yeah. Right? He's got, like, did he have, he didn't have, did he have another, like a burner account yeah, too, right? Burner account. Yeah, burner yeah. Right, so he's kind of like this sensitive guy here who's in his later stages he's 30 what four now 33 34 now so he's got like four or five years you got to figure but he wants to win one but if he goes to phoenix which he one of the teams he wanted to go to he wants to go to phoenix or miami that's the well yeah who would yeah you've got deandre ayton just re-signed up yeah deandre ayton would probably have to be part of a package well they just signed ayton though well i think because he signed a um a max deal or something like that he was on the what's that contract where he's on a he the rookie the um he signed with the the Suns were able to match the offer of the right he was a restricted free agent right right so i think that they would they had to re-sign him to be able to trade him because if they went for nothing they had to. well why would you want to go if you got to give up eight, well, because you, you got Devin go Booker, Devin Booker, and, and Chris Paul, and Chris Paul, and Aiton and Durant. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's going to win. Yeah, maybe not win. Well, I don't think that would beat the the Warriors. I still that's the good the Warriors. Are. I still don't think that's enough to beat the Warriors. You know, no, it might not be. But he's like, am I going to if if Kyrie? You know, then he's worried about Kyrie not being well. Kyrie <laughs> let you down this whole year. I'm I not. Know. I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not here. I'm not playing. Yeah, I'm going to play, but I can't play at home. It's for, crazy. I, I can mean, play on the road. I get the. You know, I get the frust. I do understand the frustration as a huge basketball fan. I do understand the frustration with the. <laughs> I'm all for player empowerment. I mean, too. I get it. I, it's just at some point. But you already made that move. Yes, it's like nobody forced you to. It sign almost with feels like for Ky- KD and Kyrie, nothing's going to make them happy, and. I no. like speaking from a. I do on some level. Feel, I mean, you know, everybody they're rich, but everybody has problems. You know what I mean? I, it's like everybody has like problems. we talked about Pullman. Everybody's, everybody's got, got problems. Money so, doesn't make it easy. No, it makes bigger problems. Of course. And so on some level, part of me is like, I do feel bad for for Katie and Kyrie because it just feels like, almost. And and the commissioner Adam Silver's talked about this. You know, he, there's a real problem in the NBA of his stars not being happy. Like right. none of them look seem. No. Happy with what they have. So, you know, they basically got to, they're the coach. They're the GM. They got Atkinson out of there, who was a good coach for Steve Nash. Steve Nash. To to somebody, and again, he wanted Kyrie. You know, I don't like ripping players, coaches. Nash probably is not qualified for that job. No. And he got unexposed. 
Steve Nash got exposed by uh, Udoka in the Celtics, who is a really good coach. It's, it's like a first-time director directing a movie of stars. Mm-hmm. Like you've got you know, Durant, you've got Kyrie, you've got egos, mm-hmm. you've got stars. You're a first-time director, and you go, well, how do I placate him? To placate him. Oh, he doesn't want to come on the set today. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyrie's not playing today. And we're playing on the road and he's taking a day off. Oh, Kevin, it's okay. Kevin, can you go talk to? Oh, Kevin, he's Kyrie's your buddy. You're not going to talk to him about playing. I'm sorry. No, no, look. Look, Mikey, and you talked about it earlier before we came on. Hockey players. You got to basically beat them with a stick to keep them off the ice. You, they play 82 games. Sometimes, you know, every other night they're playing. They don't take five, ten games off. Well, we gotta we gotta rest. You got a healthy scratch once, maybe. But look at the difference between them. I mean, and they're getting paid far less than and I don't regret, like I said, how much money you can make, that's what you make. But when you sign that contract, you're putting your name on it to play. You're not saying, mm, we didn't win this year. I don't want to be here. Right. I mean, the the thing though, you know, about, don't sign a four year deal. Do a one year deal every year. Do a one year deal. That wouldn't make sense from their side. No, you, you have to get the money you can. No, get. No, I get it. Know? But let's say like Durant's there. I want out now. Well, now I'm a free agent again. Make everybody like if you did that. What if you made everybody like in the NBA a free agent every we year? We don't sign the the most we're going to sign you for is three years. Yeah. But you have to. I don't want to hear after the first year. Oh, we flopped. You got. You're locked right. in. And we have the first rights to keep you after that or match it. But you can't say, oh, I'm, I'm unhappy here. I'm unhappy here. But you can't. Look thing at is, Harden. He can say it. He, but, he is. But he what, is the team, what is the team then owe you to do that? Like you, like, you come in, I sign you with a deal. You're happy with it. I got the coach you wanted. I got the players you want. We got a good team here, Kevin. Now you're unhappy. Well, I'm sorry. I'm unhappy too. I'm the owner. I'm paying this money, right. and we didn't get. But past the owners the first make round. even more than the play. You know what I'm saying? The owners make even more. Absolutely. Than the players do, you know? But the owner also wants to win the championship as much as the player does because it looks better for the owner, and he can maybe think the Knicks haven't won it forever. I'm here in Brooklyn. We won a championship. New York didn't. You know, we're going to take this town over. We got Kevin Durant. We got Kyrie. We got guys working together. That didn't happen. Yeah, and you're upset about that. Well, you know what? Work harder the next year. And I'm not saying they didn't work hard. I'm not saying they don't deserve money. But when you nobody said you got to sign this deal, Kevin. Right, and they they picked the two right. point. They did pick Brooklyn as they're gonna set up yeah. there. They're gonna and this is gonna be. We're gonna go get the Warriors. We're gonna go right. win our title. We're, we're gonna, gonna go get LeBron. In. Like they did set this up. We're gonna for win. that. We're and they were one of the. Top two, three, four teams to you know favor to win an NBA championship. I think up until even the playoffs started, they the were Nets were the odds because just of the sheer talent on right, the roster, right. they were the favorite to go win the title. And you didn't win. Okay, and they didn't even get out of the first round. Right, they didn't so, win a game. They got swept. They right? got swept. That's yeah. correct. Right, they got swept. I forgot. I thought they won a game. You're right, Mike. They, so that's I'll double check. I believe they did get swept. Yeah, though. the Celtics I did. I, I, swept them. But. On the one hand, I don't begrudge if you just step back anybody wanting to say, you know what, having a change of heart and wanting to go work somewhere else. Because in another, I get that you sign contracts here and there's right. more money, but people in the world, would, we would all love that freedom. They have it. Absolutely. And so, like, it's easy to, to hate them. I, 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 I get that most of the people, most sports fans are upset yes. with 
with Durant and and Kyrie, particularly because they effectively are the coach, they are the GM. Like everybody right. know when Steve Nash came in, he was the puppet. Right. He was there for one reason, because Kenny Atkinson is a good coach. I I get all that, but the thing is, when you're given this chance to sign, you could. Anybody else could have gotten you. You could have taken less to go back to Gold State. You could have taken less to go to Phoenix. You could say, look, I'll take league minimum for one year. Let's win a championship. Kevin Durant loves money like everybody else does. I get it. But he wants that ring. That's sort of like what Harden said. I don't know what. He, he signed a new deal with the He 76ers. signed a team-friendly deal. Yeah, because he said he was like, you sign everybody you need and then give me what's left. What's left, which, right. Which is funny because he left the Nets, you know, with that. But, um... I, I don't I don't necessarily it's annoying obviously hearing that about Durant like because you know like everything you said he said up there he picked the team he picked the players I remember him him and Kyrie having like a laugh when they like when everybody thought we were going to the Knicks right. blah blah like that but also I just don't I think there has to be as much as I like the freedom of it I feel like people like especially sports fans have to not overreact that much because the GM can hear that and not he's not obligated to do anything about it right. Durant could could say how much he hates it and wants yeah. to be out and Kyrie betrayed him and he traded Harden and now we got Ben Simmons who didn't even play in the playoffs when we that's needed another him. piece of it they man. got yeah they got right. Ben Simmons for the playoffs and then he never even played a game but that's the thing the GM could do what the Ben Simmons thing uh, you know, okay, you you're not happy here, you're not playing, but we're not gonna trade you unless we get something good. Like right. you could be unhappy, you can not show up to training camp, you can get fined, you yeah. can not play games, you can lose shape because yeah. you're not playing all the time. But like, so Kevin Durant, in my opinion, like I know I how I have my opinions about, yeah. him, but he could sit out the whole year like Kyrie did and be upset, but you're still. But I don't, they, think, I don't think they need to like the GM doesn't need to do anything. To def- just to defend Kevin Durant a little bit, I don't think he's banging the table saying I'm no. demanding a trade I just no. think he's I think saying he just, I think he I've also read a lot betrayed. of reporting that said yeah. I, I yeah. agree I, but I've also read a lot of reporting that there's a better chance than people recognize that they're both there at the start of the season oh, both yeah. Kyrie and KD right. and some of this is just posturing and all that, that stuff could, I think a lot of people are just annoyed but, and done with but both basically of them. you posture to get money right he's already got it and Kyrie has and it look too. like I don't know Kyrie Irving from a hole in the I've never met the guy. Yeah. I like his game. He's good. Great. He's a talent. Great player. But if you're going to say, do I want Kyrie or do I want Steph Curry? Oh, well, that's not... You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, if, if I'm Durant thinking this way, Kyrie is not the same person as Steph Curry because Steph Curry is grounded here a little bit. He believes the earth is round, <laughs> where yeah. Kyrie's still, you know, doubting yeah. that type of thing. But so you get what you pay for, though. Yeah. If you're going to sign on with Kyrie... Who says to LeBron, uh, "We want. I'm out of here. I'm going to go Boston and make a championship." And you already saw what happened. He left Boston because he I couldn't know. do it. So what? How is Kevin? I don't care how much friends we are. I can't control Kyrie twenty four seven. The other thing too is, and the Lakers are in such a bad spot. Oh. In, and I, again, Russell Westbrook is a great player. He's clearly not what he's he a was. bricklayer though, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And I love Westbrook, but he can only he only thrives on a team when he's the only one. Yes. That's yes. It. But then, of course, then it gets to he he's not enough to push his team to the championship. No. He can get you to the conference finals, but he needs another star to get to the, the finals, thing, but he can't get to the finals and, with someone and else. And the worst possible combination of two stars possible what, LeBron? is LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. And the reason is 
any point guard that's ever played with LeBron, you realize the point guard is really LeBron, LeBron James, right. right? When he went to Miami and they did the big three, the point guard was Mario Chalmers, but Mario Chalmers knew maybe I'll bring the ball up to half court, right. but the offense is going through LeBron. Right. But once we the get the offense is going through LeBron going James. And, exactly. and Kyrie Irving, while it worked in, in, in Cleveland, Cleveland, Kyrie Irving is a point guard, but Kyrie Irving is a kind of combo guard. Right. He can be a two guard. Kyrie Irving, when LeBron James like you could set up the offense, that's fine. But when the ball comes to me, <laughs> I'm getting mine. Right. And but he was able to they they were able to work together because Ky, because LeBron doesn't mind giving it up though. He doesn't give it. He can give it up. He'll give it up. He'll give it up. Uh, but when they were mounting that three one comeback against the Warriors when they both dropped forty one oh, points each. Right. They right. Got, but that's like that's the only because they're both at least talented yeah. enough to know when to give it up and, and when to right. shoot it. And right. Westbrook can't hit, a, can't hit and a three. With Westbrook. <laughs> right. Right. With Westbrook, he, he is a point guard who needs the ball, which right. is why I never understood when the Lakers were bringing And Rajon Rondo wound up being good with the Lakers to, as right. a defender. Right. But if you're going to be a point guard, you need to be that. While you're the team's on LeBron, you're a point guard in name only. Yep. You're, you need to be a point guard that can get your own shot, that can play off the ball, that can do other things. Westbrook is not well, a point not guard that same. plays off the ball. He's not the same and player. he's nowhere near the player he was. He so was. Even, even at 100%, it never made sense for me, LeBron, with Look, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, I'll say this. Whatever team he's on, he's going to play every night, though. He's he gonna will. He's going to want to play. He's going to play 100%. Yes. But the, the problem is you don't want to play no. every night. No. Or you don't want to play a lot of minutes in the Must be better if he was coming off the bench. He, and that's exactly. the thing. He could, Russell Westbrook... And I don't know, look, I know it's hard. I, I'm certainly not an athlete at his caliber, and I know the, the amount of confidence it takes to get there. You guys there. are close and, to that, though. No, I mean, yeah, come on. Now. Yeah. You yeah. and Mike are you were close. close to triple-double record. Yeah, you were close. Okay. You were close. No. Um, <laughs> to, to get to that level, you need to have a level of confidence, and then to be told at this point to come off the bench would be hard. But right. Russell Westbrook still plays very good defense. Right, he still has a lot of athletic gifts that somewhat. well, somewhat deep, somewhat not deep. not as good he's as he used to be. He's a good rebounder. He's good So he would have to accept, come off the bench, be a stopper. But right. he 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 cannot. Not he really not can, he, Here's what what I would love to see: Russell Westbrook's mentality, yeah, and his his belief in himself going to Anthony Davis, who is this should be. But he's always injured. Do, that, I, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Here's Russell Westbrook. I'm playing. Yeah, I'm playing every night. Yeah. I know Russell Westbrook's not in the great. You know, he he must be hurting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, um, I'm missing 10, 15 games. But he has been. I injured, get it, but he's know? fragile and everything else. But you know, we rip, we're ripping Westbrook, but he's oh, playing every night. No, I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm not. But we, I, I do. I, I, I know you like, and I don't mean it. I'd say we maybe yeah, the yeah, media I know, since I know, we're I know, in the media. The media, that's right. We, we're ripping him, but he's out there every night facing it. He is. And I get that Davis, but you can't consider yourself a superstar if you're getting hurt all the time either. If you're spending more time on the bench because, not like Kyrie where you wouldn't get vaccinated or things, right. because you can't play, yeah, then you're not helping your team anymore. But is that his fault that he's injured? No, well, it's not. It's his, not like his fault. It's not fair. But it's like if you're if you're great, but you don't play. But Ka- Kawhi but Leonard it, didn't play last year. Well, that I get that. But he had the few, what he he had the torn. Didn't he, t- but was Anthony Achilles? Davis has an injury. He's right. still hurt from his. Injury. I get yeah, that. Kawhi but he has career wise played way more. And he's done more. That was his like only. But it, Anthony Davis has a championship, right? Anthony but Davis. Kawhi did more, I think, to help that championship. I, I would saying? agree, particularly okay. with Toronto. Toronto, yes, okay. Yes. But here, my other point Anthony though, Davis. Yeah. I don't, go ahead, Mikey. I'm I was sorry. gonna say it's like a Paul George or like a John Wall. 
Where, like, I mean, like, they're great, but, like, those three players are injured every year. Yeah. Right. Injured. And, but they're all three world-class players. They're a great player. I'm not taking anything away from Anthony Davis. I mean, he's a great yeah, yeah. player. But the thing is, okay, you get hurt during the regular season, but then you're hurt in the playoffs. Too. I mean, injuries happen, yeah. and you're, you're labeled as that... But not, I'm not saying he's soft. I'm not. To, would you rather have Westbrook, who's like not as good, but is going to play all 82 games, or Anthony Davis, who's when he's good, he's better, but he's going to miss the regular season. But he's going to miss, or he's going to miss the playoffs, or something's going to happen. It seems like there's always a time where he's missing games, Anthony yeah. Davis. He's great. There's no yeah. question about it. He's a talent. Yeah. Unbelievable talent. But if, you know, if we're going to rip Westbrook from wanting to play all the time. Right. We got to look at it the other side, and then you're not ripping, but say, geez, well, Anthony Davis. My only Davis. thing is, I don't think it's Anthony Davis doesn't want to play. I think he's genuinely no, injured. No, he's going to get better as conditioning. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's that's the thing I'm thinking too. Like, you know, what what are you doing? What's your body like? I mean, look, Zion Williams, right? Got hurt yes. the whole bit that he's doing windmill dunks and wants to play, and New Orleans says no, then they sign him and whatever. We have to see how that's going to work. But Anthony Davis is not. He's taller. He's thinner. Zion Williams, I worry about a lot too for being the shorter knees, and the the thicker. feet. The feet. Once you get the, look at Bill Walton, it was his feet that killed Bill Walton. Bill Walton was lower body injuries are terrible in basketball because right. they're just so hard. You right. you're on your feet I know. constantly. I know. It's like the NHL, lower or upper body. That's what we're talking about. Injuries. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, no but, more specifics. Right. No yeah. more than that. But it's just with with Anthony Davis, LeBron, they want to win one more. I don't know what, the, but they should have never gotten Westbrook. They should have got Buddy Heal. I, uh, they should have. There a were lot options of, available. There were a lot of other them. players yes. the Lakers could have gotten yes. than Russell Westbrook. Buddy but Heel again, would have been perfect. Who asked for Russell Westbrook? Was LeBron James? LeBron James. I know, and and uh, it, could, you know, LeBron I, is the GM. And I know. When he wins in Miami, when he wins in Cleveland. Great. And look, he did win in L.A. I get you. And I don't care if it was in the bubble. As you're saying this, I was just thinking about Anthony Davis is a great player. Right. And I understand when you can get him, go get him. Right. But let's look at what they gave up to New Orleans and understand... I think if you knew how good Brandon Ingram was going to be, Brandon Ingram's a good player. If if they had, if you had said in two three years, hey, it might be a couple years we're really we're maybe make we're borderline playoffs, right? But LeBron James now with Brandon Ingram now, yep. I do. If you, I'm saying if you were able to put on. Your crystal ball, oh, yeah, or right. your, your 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 you know future Way sunglasses. Back machine. You're, yeah. you're you're able to put on sunglasses. You're able to see in the yep. future, and you're able to say, "Hey, Brandon Ingram is going to be this." Yep. Would you There's still all, make the trade? I, to be it's honest, it's also always so tough because, it, especially even in NHL, it's like something with the scenery change. Like, yes. could you could Brandon Ingram be what he is right. now if yes. he was playing there? I think on. part of him going to to New Orleans and being able to and be a, the especially without in a small spotlight, he gets to be the guy. Yeah, you know, that's it, right there. What yeah. you guys are saying, LeBron is. I'm not saying LeBron doesn't make like good like players better. Like you know, you're definitely, oh, he absolutely yeah, you're does. definitely but it's like you're also you're then you're playing with LeBron. Right. Then you're playing in LA. It's That's LeBron, a lot easier to play in New Orleans with he's nobody. Bi- he, LeBron, right, exactly. LeBron Mike. James is bigger than the NBA. Like LeBron right. James. LeBron himself, James is the NBA. Basically. He is. Even though Curry just won and whatever, it's still but LeBron. The conversation every year is always Durant better than LeBron, is Curry better than but it's always are they better than LeBron? Right. It's always, it's always LeBron. LeBron. And the, the, it's what what carries sports 
conversation still is LeBron or Jordan. Like yeah. it's still like yeah. that is the that is the conversation. You'll right? always it's LeBron have it. or Jordan. Always That'll always that. be it. And then it's like, always oh, that. is Durant as good? Is Curry as good? You'll always and have it. And I think the Curry thing, I'm not saying he's better than LeBron, but what I will say is this is make no mistake about it when you're watching it. This is Steph Curry's league. Oh, wow. When you're seeing guys take shots from thirty feet away. Think of that. I always think of that Damian Lillard step back shot from 35 feet to right. beat the Thunder. Right, right. Before Steph Curry started playing, Never would that thought, that, the idea that you would take that Never shot. So happened. to me, this is now with the with the with the proliferation of the three point shot. And by the way, no matter what happens with Durant, no matter what happens with Kyrie. If the Warriors are healthy, I'm sorry, guys. Nobody's beating you. Nobody's Curry, beating the if Warriors. Stay if Curry's healthy, Clay's healthy, Draymond's healthy, they have Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins. They haven't even had to use Moses Moody, who was a first-round pick the year Curry, before. Curry is what Gretzky was to, to, to hockey. He changed the way it was played, the way it was viewed. We don't want the goons anymore. we got to take this out to see the artistry of what this guy can do. There were a lot of guys that went end-to-end and played, but nobody played like Gretzky. Gretzky was one in a million. You'll never see another Gretzky. Never. The same thing you're seeing the way Curry changed it by. That's why Curry could have played in the 70s, the 80s, because he said, you know what? You guys want to battle in the middle? I'm going to shoot 30 yeah, feet out. That's, that's he, the wouldn't thing. Get, he wouldn't get shot blocked in the paint because right. he'd be shooting it from half exactly. court. Exactly. He'd be changing right. the game. He'd, he'd say, be I'm, from half court. Why do I want to go and get punched in the head by Rick Mahorn? I'm, I'm going to stay, or, or Bill Lambeer, the, the Pistons, the bad boys. I'm going to shoot from 25 feet It's easier out. to play now, but Curry still, if he goes in the paint, would get. I mean, he, right. he's, he's able to do it. He's a good player. But, like, he would still, even though you can't, like, knock a player over like right. before, but the, he would still get bodied. He'd by still people. get bodied, right? Because these he's, guys are still 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, They're that's like That's why he's bricks. shooting from half court and making right. every shot. And, and and I'm glad you brought it up because with the, with the Gretzky comparison. And I still think, overall, LeBron James is a better player. Right. But... To me, basketball will be remembered uh, for before Curry yep. and after Curry. Oh, absolutely. Because he literally changed the way the game is played. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, oh, he finally won his first NBA Finals MVP. Right. To me, that's secondary to his legacy of oh, he yeah. changed the way the sport is played. Oh, yeah. And so to me, Curry, and Dad, please correct me anywhere I'm wrong here, but in my opinion, Steph Curry is at worst the second best point guard ever to play. Oh, I think he's. I think the best backcourt was with Curry and and. Oh, you think? Okay, I, I'm that's saying the best backcourt with Clay Thompson. You're saying? Oh that no, 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 I'm saying the best. I just behind Magic Johnson. Uh-huh. I think Steph Curry because people do. Oh, is he top five, top ten? Right. I'm saying I think he's top five, top ten easily. Yeah. And the, to me, other than Magic, he's probably the best point guard ever to play. Well, yeah, he's a he's a point scorer. Though. Yeah, he's. You, you yeah. look at it this way, Magic. Distributes the ball, couldn't do shooting wise. No, what, what Curry can no. do. No, but Curry will give it up because. But the best backcourt is Clay and. and oh, you th- so you're even saying that's the best backcourt. I would think seen. that's the. You, you know, you have Jordan, yeah, whatever yeah. Jordan and whoever. Yeah, yeah. But for two guys together, the way they could shoot, the way they defend, the way they change because they rain threes. Yeah, these guys, but their threes are like me taking a you know four footer. You I know. know what I mean? There is no limit. To, to and if Clay Thompson didn't get hurt, he he was staggered a little bit this year. He wasn't as good as he's been, but look at how good he he still is. And you're putting two of those guys together. 
and, it's and impossible. Here's the thing, right? This year they just this was just I want to say their sixth appearance in the finals in eight years. Right. If there were no injuries, I hate to break this to people, they would have been eight in eight years. Well, if if also you have to look at it, Draymond Green didn't get kicked. Out. They win the title. That changed and, and the series. I, to me, I love LeBron James. Right. He's the greatest player I've ever seen. Right. To me, the book, the, the, and I think LeBron James kind of knows this himself too. He realized that the criticism against him was kind of futile after he came back from 3-1 to the 73-9 right. Warriors team. But let's make no mistake about it. If Draymond Green doesn't get kicked out of that they game and forced that. to miss it, they they they, they don't the Warriors wasn't it a Warriors home game too? I believe so. Yeah, it was. they lost so at home. Right. Yeah, and they went back to Cleveland. You're right. One and then you're yeah. right. Not that that wasn't a good Cleveland team. I'm oh, it was a great Cleveland team. Yeah, and they take nothing, nothing away from any of those performances. But but the 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 Warriors would probably minus the injuries to Curry and Clay. Right. They probably are in the finals eight years in a row. They were, were very in close to it. Very close in my opinion. So I wanted to switch because I know we're running. Uh, we've got the uh, Giants. Yes. The football Giants. We want to talk about the camps all open on Tuesday. Yep. The NFL training camps open on Tuesday. And uh, Stephen, you guys, and Mike, you guys, both uh, Giant fans. Stephen, of course, is a huge yep. Giant yep. fan. Yep. Uh, but I want to ask you, what's the identity? What do you think they're shooting for for an identity for this yeah. team? What, what is it that they're going to come out and say, well, this is what we're going to be yeah. this year, guys. We're either going to be a dominant or somewhat dominant, hopefully, defense. We're going to yeah. be a wide-open offense. Where are they going to go with this team? What What do you yeah. think? I mean, you've got a lot of question marks still because oh. you didn't resign. I mean, you didn't right. pick up the option on Jones. Right. He could go. Which I think was the right move. I do, too. But what What do you think? What do you see as this team, yeah. like, Well, like I, realistically, 7-10 and 10 for this oh, team? I'm glad. Okay. Would you be Let, seven? Let's, we'll start with that. Let's or just start, start your okay. overall. Give me your I overall. I am personally cautiously optimistic for this season. And okay. but what I mean by cautious, and I'm glad you started at seven and ten because let's level set. Right. What I'm cautiously optimistic about is better. Right. And here's the good side: you can't be worse. Yeah. You just can't. So when I say I'm optimistic, what I mean is. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. No. They're not going to play in a Super Bowl. No. They're not going to make a deep playoff run. They're not going to make it to the playoffs. Get rid of that right now. Right. And it's been but 2016 is their last playoff. Been, this will be the sixth year in a row right. if they miss right. it without. Right. What I mean is I'm optimistic that they will be better. Right. And to your point about identity, I think this year we're going to kind of – we're going to learn a lot this year. Right. And what I want to see, if you say – if you told me right now the Giants would be 7-10, and 10, I'd sign up for that right now because right. I'd have something to grab onto at the end of the season that says, right. hey, they got – you're not going to go from 4-13 and 13 to 7-10 and 10 without getting better in some areas. So right. here's what I think they could do. With Brian Dable, an offensive-minded coach, right. he cannot be worse – than Joe Judge and uh, Freddie Kitchens running the offense. So yeah. I think the offense will be improved. Right. I think the offensive line will be improved. They signed uh, they signed three players along the offensive right. line. They signed Glowinski from uh, the the Colts, who's been a good guard. They 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 also drafted. Uh, they got Evan Neal. They got Evan Neal in the first round. Right. I think so. Number one, and again, the offensive line can't it has be worse. To get it, it, it just can't. So I think the offensive line will get better. I think we'll find out yes or no on Daniel Jones this year. Right. But even if it's no, I think he'll be better right. than what he's been. 
Right. And I also think if you look at the defense as a unit, they weren't that great last year. Right. They were middle of the pack. But the year before that, they were a top 10 unit. Right. They still have Adoree Jackson. Or they still have Adoree Jackson, who's a good corner. Right. They have Blake Martinez, who's a good linebacker. Right. They have, you know, Dexter Lawrence. Uh, they have, uh, they have uh, is it Dexter Lawrence? Yeah. And, um, yes. Um, the other, de- I'm uh, I, I, the guy from Georgia you're talking about. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking about the defensive tackle play with the Jets. Um, oh, L- Williams? Le- uh, Williamson. Williamson, right. Plus right, Kayvon yeah. Thibodeau. Right. I think the Thibodeau. defense can be better. So, if... Even if Jones isn't the guy, but he gets a little better. Right. The offense over the offensive line is better. The defense gets a little Hopefully. better. Hopefully. Hopefully. We Injuries see, we see to... progress here. Right. Now, there are some other things that could go our way. Hey, is Saquon Barkley going to be anything like he used to be? What are we going to get out of Kadarius Tony and, and Kenny Galladay? Right. The, the thing is with the Giants, there's just so many questions. And so many, like... You need all of them to go your way to have any right. kind of a good season. Because there's nothing to say, like, we, we don't have to work on this. You have we're to work solid, on every area. You know, every we're solid. Area. You know, we don't know what Saquon's going to be this year. We know, is he going to get hurt again? Right. And if he gets hurt... That's it. I'm sorry, off- that's it. I'm sorry, that's it. Their offense is going right. to sputter like it's been doing because mm-hmm. you can't lay it all on Daniel Jones no. because we've proven it. And the, other, the, the simple fixes are, can you hold on to the football, Daniel Jones? Yes. Can you, like, okay, you know what? There's a rush coming. I'm sent. Go to the ground. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you be called like a baby for going in the fetal position than fumbling the football at right. the 20-yard line or whatever right. and losing. We can't have those turnovers. We can't. We can't. That look. I don't want it to be too because I'm. You know, we had Ben McAdoo who came from Green Bay who I took know. care of Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't want Dayball to be this guy. Who, I've got Josh Allen. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. I know. What we have here, Daniel Jones, is Daniel Jones. Right. But if this doesn't work out, then they're really going to take another step back because then they have nothing. You can't go with Tyrod Taylor, obviously. No. So he, By the way, he's a good backup. He's, he's a f- f- great backup. Yes. But I don't want to see much no. of him. No. You know what I mean? But I don't want them to be like, hey, we got Tyrod Taylor. He's our backup. Yeah, but Daniel Jones is our starter, and mm-hmm. we don't even know. You know, so he's going to have to get a tremendous amount of reps because Dayball doesn't know him. Right. So it's not like Tyrod Taylor is going to get a hundred. You know, going to see a lot of reps coming his way mm-hmm. either with this mm-hmm. team. So that's another thing they have to think about. Yes. they might be looking for a new quarterback and backup next year too. Let's face it; Possibly. you don't know what's going to happen with this team. Possibly. I mean, and I'm looking at some of the. They, they open up against Tennessee, which is probably a loss. They got Carolina, marginal. Then they have Dallas. The yeah. first game is on the road. Yeah. Then there's two home games. Then they they face the Bears. The Packers, the Ravens, yep. Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit, Dallas, Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota, Indianapolis, and Philly. Yeah. That's, you know, that's you not, get... What? What are you saying? That's, uh, I'm saying you teams, get seven or six wins out of that, you're okay, because some of those teams I are... I say that's a tough schedule. It is. I agree. Detroit's going to be better. Well, they, they have to play the entire NFC North. Right. They have to play the entire... AFC North. Yes. Right? So, uh, uh, so you're playing. Uh, you're playing. What do I start? The AFC South. AFC right? South. Yeah. You're playing Baltimore. Well, you're not playing Pittsburgh though here. No, because you're playing the AFC, AFC South. South. Right. Remember, with the 17th game, you get one extra. Right. You get that extra game. But you've got Philly's better. We have to say that. I think Philly's oh, better. Oh, I, I would think Philly and Dallas are good teams this year. They're they're the the two top. Of course. I think Washington is. You know. See, okay. Wentz is going to be the the key with Washington. Here's what I think. Can the Giants maybe beat up on the Commanders this year? Because the Commanders have had a horrible offseason. Right. And I don't believe in Carson Wentz. I, right. I just don't. 
Right. So, it, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I just think that again to to go back to overall expectations. Let's see some improvement. Let's get the upper down on Daniel right. Jones. Let's see the offense be better. Let's not see it be completely anemic every week, week after week. No movement, three and outs, turnovers, total stagnant. The 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 complete lack of creativity or imagination. Dave, this this. I'll, Dayball will have to show he's the guy this year. He right. will, he will have, we, to me, where I will get nervous and say that I'll start to get a little skittish is if I see an offensive unit that doesn't improve. Right. Because, again, it can't get worse. No. Give me one or two 30-point games this season, please. Yeah. yeah. Give me some. And not one against Jacksonville. Give right. me something against, give me like, something the Cowboys. Or give me something I could show it. Yeah. consistently. Right. And I'm not saying we have to win eight, nine, ten games being a playoffs. No. That, that's not going to happen. But How about just be a winning record in the division? Yeah, like, like that's what I'm saying. You know, give beat, me three, beat, four, beat, and two in the division. Go yeah. two and zero oh against the Commanders. Yes, because the Commanders. I, I'm sorry. I think Ron Rivera is a good coach. Right. Uh, but this is let been him beat off. the Cowboys at home early. Let's, let's get let's, that in let's, there. You know what? Let's get let's, a Cowboy win. To me, here. let's beat the Commanders twice and beat either the Eagles or right. Cowboys once. That's because I think both those teams are playoff teams this yep. year. But catch um, the Cowboys early. They got them the get third them game of the get year, and they're at home. Normally that game is in Dallas with the stupid half the Suns on the field, whatever that Jerry Jones yeah. world stupid thing he yeah. does. Because they're playing, I think they play the 24th. They're playing the Cowboys on, Chris, on uh, New Year's. Uh, on Christmas Eve? Thanksgiving, right? Oh, Thanksgiving. 11-24, right? That's, yeah, that's the Thanksgiving. Does it say Thursday? Yes, it's Thursday the 24th. They're at Dallas. Imagine. Normally they play Dallas first early and then late right. in New York. Right. So this is going to be a... Um, we'll need to see some better coaching decisions too. Not like that's Dan- that's, that's thing. Not, Daniel, too, Mikey. not Daniel Jones getting like almost concussed and they're down by 20 <laughs> points and they put him back in the game yeah. for one drive <laughs> to do a QB sneak. Yeah. It was like, I mean, we just need a little bit better. Yes. Or, Good point, Michael. Good. You know... <laughs> what, the thing right. that drove me nuts, and <laughs> I couldn't believe I defended this hire at first, was the Jason Garrett hire, oh. where he would actually start to run Daniel Jones, and the offense would move, and he'd say, "Okay, that's it. We're going to stop yeah. running him. Yeah. We're actually moving the ball here. Why are we not? I why? Know. Why are we going to shut this? Then this is the only thing that's working. We get the extra blocker. Daniel Jones is actually a good athlete. Run him a little bit. I like uh, Wink Martindale coming I, over. He's great, a great aggressive. Name. He's an aggressive. Way, great Don name. Wink Martindale. At Kafka, offensive I, you know, coordinator, QB coach Chiefs. with the Chiefs. That again, right? You're QB I mean, no. coach with one of the greatest. I feel like already. the three of us, if we were coaching Patrick Mahomes, yeah. it's an easy job. Hey, Pat, whatever yeah. you want to do, babe. Hey, it's just, your I, show. Here, I got a great idea. Yeah, Tyreek Hill running <laughs> deep as you can. Right, and Patrick, you have the only guy with an arm strong enough to, to throw to it, throw it on the run. Yes, on the but road. I mean coaching and yeah, playing under Andy Reid, yeah, right? Yeah, behind the back, behind the back, over the little flip pass. Yes. Right? but co- but Andy Reid has a good, uh, yes, has a pretty good track. Doug Peterson comes from him. Um, some other good head coaches. No, John yeah. Harbaugh, I think coached under Andy Reid. I like I like where they're going because Judge had to go. Oh, yeah, there's to. no question because we had to. we had the Shermer years, the Joe oh, Judge years, we Shermer had the, years. You know that you know the Shermer nine eighteen right. That was it's his. Nine... I don't even between McAdoo and Judge. I don't even remember Shermer. That's how bad oh because it is. Right. he was that was how he bad was forgettable. Was. But they've been forgettable. But here's yeah. a good point. You know what I'm thinking? What's crazy? And as I was driving up this morning, I realized that since Coughlin, Dable's the fourth head coach. I know. And you like 
what I'm thinking is, as I was, again, as I was driving up, I'm like, we've had, we have the same problems that lingered from the end of the Coughlin hour. Still no offensive line. Still, like, to me, and again, Daniel Jones will just get better by osmosis if the offensive he line gets get a little better. better. But if the, like, to me, if the offensive line, and again, they're completely breaking it down and rebuilding. And we got to hope that some of these guys, do please, please. We got to hope that Evan Neal please, is the real deal. Please, Evan. You know what I mean? We have to Please, hope Andrew Thomas. Like, we need to figure it out. We have to these are something. both Alabama guys, right? Yes. Or no, wait, is Andrew well, Thomas Well, Neal went to, Neal went to, I think he's from Georgia. Excuse I think he's from Georgia. Andrew Thomas is Georgia, excuse me. But Evan Neal is definitely Alabama. But, I, you know, look, I'm optimistic, I'm what I will need to see about their identity, Dad. Like you said, it can't be worse. It can't be worse. But let's see some proof of concept here. Right. Like that's all I'm asking for. Give me proof something. of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give me, something. give me something to hold on to at the end of this year that says, okay, maybe Daniel Jones isn't the guy, but a couple games they made it interesting. Right. We, you know, Dayball does have a good scheme, right? Hey. Daniel Jones had to miss three weeks, but Tyrod Taylor played pretty well because he knows the system. Right. And hey. Maybe Kadarius Tony is healthy. Okay, finally, you know, maybe we got one or two good games out of Saquon Barkley. You know what I mean? Like, give me something. So you'd to hold be on happy to. seven to ten would be of perfect. Are you for kidding you. me? I'd be thrilled because six and eleven, eh, marginal, marginal. I'd you like want to see, see him get you know close what? to five hundred. Here's what I want to see. Here's what I want to see. At least one or two games where they score thirty points because they right. haven't done that since week five of right. the 2020 season. I want to see at least one or two games where the offense scores thirty points. Okay. I want to see competitive football. I want to see games where okay, we're going to lose to the Packers, make it close. Right. We're going to lose to the Eagles, make, make it, it close. close. Score twenty two points, twenty five points that week. Show me something. Give us some life. Right. Because the last two, two, three seasons, we haven't even been close. Right. And I'm just I'm getting so sick of watching it week. Oh, it's after pathetic. Week we don't even watch like, week. Mikey, week. I don't watch. I haven't watched. I hate. Mike, I can't every watch. Every game's it. been over by halftime. I put like, on. There's no the, point to watch it. Red zone. I'm like I can't watch this I, or go out. I, mean, I, I got it down by 20 plus points and immediately. Like, well, yeah. And I knew. And here's the thing. From week one, watching them against the Broncos last year, yeah. I said, this is going to be a long this season. This is going to be a long And year. I got the TV, and I got I an I think I- you texted me that. I said, this is going to be a long season. Be a long and year. I got right. the TV, and I have an iPad. And I usually have one game on the iPad and one game on the TV, and I put the good game on the TV. <laughs> right. And a lot of times the Giants were on the iPad. Right. You know, I was putting the Chiefs on or whatever the oh, other yeah. game was because that's can't watchable watch football. Giants. Can't watch I'm it. sorry, I'm getting a little... No, no, you can't watch can it. I, can, I, can, can we do a quick, some quick takes about the year though about the nfl real quick yeah do you me. have any surprise teams this year do you have any team to look out for anything uh, the, i would say carolina is going to be interesting you think Car- with, with baker with make baker mayfield i'll tell you about that i would love to see sam darnold go to san francisco do you believe in sam darnold i believe all? that sam darnold would be you think he's okay i i, I believe that sam darnold on that system with shanahan but they have Trey Lance. Yeah, I'm just saying. I would he, he would that would be a perfect fit for Sam Darnold. For Sam Darnold because he's not going to win that job against Mayfield. That no, job is Mayfield. No, he's so not. he's going to be sitting there as a backup at 19 million, whatever he's going to be. Yeah, San Francisco's going to need a backup because they're waving bye bye to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that yeah. he's going to go to Houston or yeah wherever he's going to go. Yeah, and I like Garoppolo as a person yeah. as a quarterback. Had he made that throw in the Super Bowl, I, it's it's just crazy. He'd have one. Mahomes would be zero and two. I Think know. of that. If he Think just of that. If, and the thing is, he overthrew. He overthrew. It you know it wasn't like he under three yards there. Mahomes legend is not 
what Mahomes' legend would be. Right. One, and then got slammed around by Tampa yeah. Bay, but he had no offensive line. No, none. none. But that's one of the takes. Mayfield and Carolina's going to be better. So, but, so you like Mayfield, but you also like Darnold? I do like Sam Darnold. Oh. I, just, I just don't think that Sam Darnold's been in the right place. The thing with Sam Darnold is his interceptions. He throws but that's what I'm saying. I, I no, I just don't. I, I'm, but Shanahan's going to make. Hey, he made Garoppolo look good. But you, but then you, you don't believe. Do you not believe in Trey Lance or something like that? Well, I'm not. A, I'm not sold on Trey Lance yet, because I don't. I haven't seen Trey Lance yeah. play a lot of games yet. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm just saying that'd be a good place. Rather than, I mean, he's not going to leave Carolina no. because he's going to. They're going to need a backup and yeah. whatever. But to get a quarterback that he's he's mobile a little bit, yeah. Darnell. His interceptions are the thing that kills yeah. Sam Darnold. Did it yeah. at USC. Well, he did it in the pros. Like an Anthony Davis situation. If Trey Lance gets hurt again, they're going to have to be looking mid-season yeah. trade right? for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Because they didn't say to Garoppolo, we're going to cut you and you come back for $8 million yeah. or $10 million. Mm-hmm. You're trying to go find So maybe he goes there and gets a backup. I'm just hey, saying we'll it may we'll not see. be this year, but I, if Trey Lance doesn't work out, I still believe in Sam Darnold. I do. I don't I know I still why. think this guy is still going to be good because I don't think he's been in the system that's been great. The Jets were not good. Right. Carolina has is not great. Yeah. They're getting better. Yeah. Is Mayfield? But if let's say Mayfield goes in and they're seven and ten or, or nine and eight or whatever, huh. is that are we going to see? I'm just surprised. Because this I is a big year for Matt Rule. You got to see Donald Moore because you're a big Notre Dame fan. So I, I watched him a couple. Of, look, he, he can throw. He makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Interceptions have always been his, yeah. his bugaboo. He reminds me a lot of Jay Cutler. That's the thing. But you're go, but I don't think he has the arm to come. No, I don't think, think, again. But I, if you go and look at what Shanahan can do with an offense, look what he's done with Debo Samuel. He's made this guy like he's lined up everywhere. He's done. Well, and Debo Samuel's great. I mean, right, but it's getting the man open. He finds ways to get you open. Yeah. I don't think that Darno would miss some of the throws that Garoppolo missed. So you think Darnold's better than Garoppolo? I would. I would think right now that if I was gonna, if they were both out there, I'd take my chances with Darno wow. over Garoppolo because I don't think Garoppolo is. I know all he does is win. Yeah. That's what they say. But I don't. I think you give Sam Darnold a chance. Yeah. And this would be his last chance. Yeah, I, I, I could be totally I think wrong. He might have already got his last. Chance, I could but. be totally wrong, but I think Shanahan could be a guy, the offensive guy that he is. Can I ask you I a question about one team yeah. that I really feel like I can't figure out? And the AFC is going to be crazy this year. Oh yeah. What do you think about the Dolphins with some of the pieces they brought in with the new head coach? All goes back to the QB. Then. So then, do you, okay, where are you on Tua? Uh. So basically, if two is good, the Dolphins could be if a he, team that makes a run this they year. They could make a run. They're going to be comp- they're going to be good, but yeah. it's it's all goes. I, and I don't know how he's going to be. Is he going to be able so, to throw? Yeah. He's not Mahomes with the arm strength. Yeah. So he can't say Tyreek, go out forty. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip you right on the on the hands. And Let me gonna pin go. you down though here. Yes or no? Are you a yes or no on Tua? No. So you're okay. Okay. I'm not a. I'm not, not a two. I'm not a. You're not a part of two and on. I'm not a part of two and on. Is yeah. that because you listen to some of like I know you listen to Sims and some of these other. I guys. listen to a lot of guys. I'm just not sold you're on them because look, I think Jalen Hurts' upside is is agreed. You know what I mean? It's higher. Agreed. I think Jalen Hurts, if he can throw a little, get a little bit better at throwing. Yeah. He is too with, with the legs. Yeah. And he won. You know, two or one. With he has Alabama. a stronger arm, I think, than Tua. I, th- I, I think, think so. I just have to see. This is a big year for both Tua yes. and Jalen Hurts. We got to see about Bama quarterbacks yes. and what they're going to be. But this is a big year for Jalen Hurts too. So then, basically, you put a lot of people around Jalen Hurts to win. This is a year for Tua. This is a year for Jalen Hurts. Can I can I make my prediction real quick? What's that? 
an NFC East team is going to play in the NFC con- the conference title game because the N- the AFC is loaded this year. Oh, yeah. loaded. Right. The NFC I think is wide open because you have the Packers in my opinion getting worse. Right. Because the Packers are still going to be good and they're still going to win the NFC North. Right. But how are they going to get better and take that next step without Devontae Adams? No. I just don't see it. No. The Rams trying to run it back. They have a lot of talent. Trying to do it back-to-back is hard. Mm. In the South, you have the Buccaneers. But I, do, I, think I don't think the, the Buccaneers are going to be that as good. Right. Either. I think that they're going to be good, and they're going to they're going to obviously they're win, gonna the win the division. They it's might be tight. New Orleans is going to be good. They could. If, but if Jameis Winston, yeah. yeah, they'll be good. But here's why. I think that because the rest of the conference is so weak, and again, it's hard to run it back with the Rams. Though if I had to pick today, I would say I think the Rams are going to win the conference. Yeah, it's going to be the Rams, the Packers, uh, and Tampa the Bucks, Bay. and the Bucks. But the Bucks are going to take a step back. Yeah. But who? You never bet against Brady. You, right. you 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 go poor betting against Brady. Brady. But I will say I think either the Eagles or the Cowboys are going to make a deep run into the playoffs. They could. And I think that because of the fact that it is a weaker conference this year, and depending on they could be playing in the Super Bowl. And depending on how good Trey Lance is, let's not. The 49ers sure. are very that, good yes. except for QB. That, that, okay. That is the other wild card. That's the that's the thing. Now if, will if Sam Darnold come in halfway through the season? If, take them. Ask Billy when you see him. I will. Ask Mr. Thomas. I will. But that. to your point, the, to me then the whole wild card is if Trey Lance is the guy in right. San Francisco, the Niners could be in the Super Bowl. If he's the if man. he's the guy. If but he's the guy. That's a big if because the guy hasn't played football in a long time. You know what I mean? Like a 17 game grind of an NFL schedule, even though he's got a great yeah. offensive mind with him there. Yeah. You still got to make plays off script and he can run so much, but you still got to do it. So, the other team you got to look out for is the Ravens. What's this Lamar ooh, Jackson yeah. and what's going on with yeah. him? He's not signing a contract. I, I, to me, I wouldn't have given Kyle Murray that, that, that deal. was a big deal. That's a Big deal for a smaller quarterback. For a quarterback runs. who looked like well, you a have child you against ha- the Rams. You have to though now because of. Well, the thing is, do you? Where is it written that that somebody's got to get? But, if I got forty-five, I got to get. But 50. you know, somebody else will pay him, and then who's going to come in after and be the quarterback? You know what? Who's going to be the quarterback in Arizona? But okay, let me ask you then: What the time we have off the top of your head? We could update it again. But right now, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Super Bowl, right? Yeah, just just right, right now. now. Let's do it. Uh. Let me think. Give me a second. Uh, Mike, do you have two teams you in have the Super two teams, Bowl right Mikey? now? We don't I'm, need a winner. I'm so bad with like conferences in the sense that I, it's like it's so much easier for me basketball and, and hockey. Oh, I mean, East yeah, Coast, West yeah, Coast. East Coast, uh, West Coast. I like. I have teams I think are going to be good. So give us three, two or three teams you, you think mean, will yeah, be really good. Like, uh, what think are going to be good or yeah. better than last year? Like you're saying, give, Super Bowl. Sure. Well, I think the Bengals at Burrow can make it again. You do? Okay. I think I think that they can make it again. I and they did fix their offensive line. Some people think that they're a, sh- a flash in the... But I think the Bengals could. I agree. But one, another like I team... Like I, was, I like the the Ravens. I think that's more of a pipe dream than anything. But I I love Lamar Jackson. I've wanted him to win Super Bowl yeah, since he's I, entered the league. I would love for that. But... Um, I could see what was it? I could see the Rams again making Rams. making the Super yeah. Bowl like those those three teams I could see you know one situation or another yeah Just, I know I don't know a lot of teams are so uncertain and so positions they're all hinging on if this is the guy yeah I mean like again we were already talking about I don't th- I don't think like 
the Cowboys, I don't think, are going to make it. The Eagles, I know they're yeah. going to be good. I don't think they're going to make it. You know, again, you could say Brady again. Yeah. I'll say you this. Know. Whoever wins the AFC is going to win. You think so? Is going to win the Super Bowl. You think so? Because I think the little... dark horse-like team, not, you I'm not going to make go a pick right away, but I'll say the Raiders are good. The Ra- absolutely. The Raiders yeah. are going to be very good. Denver. What about the Chargers? And Justin Chargers. Denver? Yeah. Kansas City. The whole That AFC whole division yeah. is amazing. Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers. Chargers. I don't see the Broncos being that good this year, even with. That's him. the thing. I, I don't, don't either. See, with Russell Wilson, I think I don't think he's I, because gonna go the to Chargers a are good. The Chiefs are good. The Raiders are going to be. good. I think they'll win nine, ten games. Yeah, but I think they're all going to get torn up in their own division. That's the. Thing. I still think beat each other up. I, I think the Raiders are going to be better. I like Kansas City. I'll always like Kansas City. I I like San Diego. But the thing about San Diego is you've got to win close games. I know. You never you have win to. a close game. To. And this guy is a great quarterback. Great. Herbert great is unbelievable. That's but I think whoever wins the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. I think okay. any team so I think I think Kansas City's better than Dallas or Philly. Yeah. I think the Raiders uh, the yeah. I think the um, Chargers are better. Mm-hmm. But the Chargers have to win. They have mm-hmm. to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. And if they get there, I think they will win it. The Bengals are really good. I love Joe Burrow. Yeah, I I think too. And you see they're going white helmet this I year? I did, I did, yeah. Oh, you see the Bengals are going white with the black? That's yeah. an awesome. I saw there's something right. like some people wanted other teams to get white helmets because of a rule change that happened yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they updated how many helmets you yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's why I was like, oh, that's... And what did Zach sent me a thing since 19-something-whatever-it-was. J-Lo, six rings, Cowboys, none. Zero. Yeah. You know, yeah. He sent yeah. me that tweet. Yep, I was I like, that. Yep. yes, that is so funny. Yep. That, you know, got to get a J-Lo shout out to your buddy. Ben yeah, Hathaway. of course. Congratulations. In France, and mom had a funny line. She goes, when's A-Rod going to be on that same bench there in France? <laughs> following yeah. her around. Go. Following yeah. her around. Yeah. All right, we got yeah. a few minutes. Give me the big hockey trade that happened. Calgary, do you like it? Do you think it worked? Is Is that... I mean, I don't necessarily care about it in the sense of Gaudreau was a free agent and he wanted to go to, uh, I know it's a big switch to talk about. Like, right, but Goudreau, I is, he, Goudreau and Tuchuk were two players who would play in Calgary who aren't players that a lot of people, especially on the East Coast, would know. Oh, right. They're both great. They both had 100 point or more seasons. Tuchuk uh, is younger, though. Yeah, but 24 could, to 29 or 25 to 20. They're younger. Yeah, yeah, still, he's, right? he's like 23, 24. He's younger. He definitely. But so he had a 104-point season. He's probably better because he's a center. I mean, Gaudreau is great, but Gaudreau is like, he's a, you know, he's a winger. He's They call him Johnny Hockey or whatever. But, like, you know, if you're a center, it's better because it's so hard to find centers. Right. Like good, reliable centers. And... So Gaudreau signs with Columbus, which was crazy. Nobody saw that of all the teams. So he signs with Columbus and goes to the East. And then basically, and this is the Calgary team that we're talking about could win the Cup Cup, this year. And then, you know, the Battle of Alberta, you know, they, they make it pretty far, but they... They've come up pretty short for that. But so then you think that they would get better, but instead Gaudreau wants to leave. And then after that, the whole team, like, kind of... Blows up in the sense of like okay now to Chuck is like I wanna I wanna go I wanna help it, it was it was like reminiscent of an NBA thing where it was like a star that it was like it was a lock that they were gonna re-sign him he was gonna get a huge contract he was gonna sign for like eight years of that and then they lose their best free agent and he's like okay I'm I'm, I'm out here. yeah but so he gets traded to the Panthers for Jonathan Huberdeau uh, two other players in the pick and. The Panthers, I don't know why they did that trade. I mean, like, again, it doesn't really matter to me because the Rangers, a lot of teams 
wanted to get to Chuck, and the Rangers actually, like, insiders are saying they called in. They had a few package ideas that they could have right. sent. But every team would have overpaid for him, and they ended up doing that. The Panthers overpaid for him by a lot. I don't see him being better than Huberto, and they traded him and two other players in a pick. So, yeah. And it doesn't make the Panthers better because they got swept. Just made them younger. Kind of. Yeah, but they got swept by the Lightning, you know, in the in the playoffs after winning the President's Trophy. I mean, they were the best team in the league, and then they lost guys in the offseason, and then they trade Huberto, who's amazing. Right. He's a heart-caliber player, which is like league MVP. For I mean, Tuchuk is great, too, but I don't think you got better. You just kind of got the same. If anything, yeah, you broke even, but you broke less because you also, it wasn't a one for one. You know, it was a, it was a one for three and a pick. So you lost a 20, 25 first round pick. Uh, these two other guys who uh, their names are escaping me, but they were like, one was an up and coming, like good prospect. Another one was like a pretty solid player. And then you know, you got to Chuck. So the the thing that's good to me is an East Coast team kind of got worse of the same. So that's good. The, the Rangers, Rangers right. didn't get him, which they were trying to, because the Rangers they signed a center in Vincent Trocheck, who used to play for the Panthers. Then he played for the Hurricanes, and now he signed in the off season a big deal for the Rangers, which I didn't like. But he did make their center court better. Better. Yeah. And if you waited and not signed him day one, maybe I would have been like, then let's trade for Tuchuk. That would have been great. But you signed Trocek, who Tuchuk is better, but Trocek fills the need because for the Rangers anyway, nobody... Tuchuk is like a first-line center, but Zibanejad is the first-line center. I don't care what happened. He would have been the first-line center even if he got Tuchuk. Yeah. So there would have been like kind of a, a little awkwardness there. Because right. Tuchuk is honestly probably better, or people would have thought he's better, because Zibanejad's amazing, but he, he's not that great on faceoffs. He's solid, but sometimes in big games he comes up short. He's usually on like the 40% winning, right. you know, around there, where you want it to be, you know, at least, at least five. Over 50, you, yeah, you want yeah. more of that. And games where the faceoff wins is what killed the Rangers when it's like they were, they were losing a lot in that. I would have loved, instead of signing Trocek, this is just like a little tangent. I would have loved if they gave Filipito a shot at second center and not sign Trocek and save some of that money for next year when you're going to need Keandre Miller, Lafreniere, Kratzoff, all these other players are going to need contracts. Big so I would have, but they signed Trocek. But then, so again, it, I'm just happy that the Rangers, they there was a proposed trade. The Rangers had three really good like picks that I liked. It would have been like Filipito. Uh, some players were the pieces that they were throwing in there, right. maybe not. Like Barkley Goudreau was named in there, Philip Heedle, um, you know, Kratzoff, uh, uh, Niels Lindquist, who's like a young defenseman. Then, of course, you know, first-round picks, some money. So I'm just happy that that didn't happen. There's a rumor I'm hearing that the Rangers want Patrick Kane. Uh, Patrick Kane. Is that true from the, the, the Blackhawks? There's uh, The Blackhawks have basically been rebuilding. You saw yeah, they they've got, gotten rid of everybody. They got rid of everybody. They got rid of like Marc-Andre Fleury at the trade deadline, which, I mean, that was good for him because he's a goalie. He's never missed the playoffs. Right. He was going to miss the playoffs. He went to Minnesota, made it so every year of his career he's made the playoffs. He signed a big deal would there. Would Kane be a – yeah, is he still good? Would Kane be – I mean, he's 33, I believe he is. Would, would yeah. he be like is a missing the, piece? Yeah, is he the guy them? that he was when the Blackhawks – 
Hawks won three titles. I in... mean, no, but he's also not that far off. And so he's there's still a, a lot player. of talk that, that, that the Rangers are his landing zone because a lot of the uh, – Kane is – there's been talk that he's wanted to leave for a little bit, but then it comes down to, you know, okay, he's played there forever. He's played with Taves, you know, that whole time. So right. he's too, but – the one of the biggest driving forces of why Kane was getting unhappy and why he didn't want to leave or why he wanted to leave is because the Blackhawks traded away Panarin, mm. who he Panarin's first team was the Blackhawks, right. mm-hmm. and him and Kane played on a line together and they were tremendous. They mm-hmm. were like Kane was getting back to like his old form, of being the best U.S.-born hockey player. You know, next maybe like you know Mike Madonna, or now some people are going to say Austin Matthews, right. but whatever. But like, he's in the top three definitely, and so. He could. He's not like who he was. Would he be a missing piece though? He would. That would he be... would. He better than Tachuk. Better than a lot of these. The like Goudreau. A lot of these names that are like coming. Would up it cost and, them a lot? You think? Like a pick and it a player, and on then the, that's. It uh, wouldn't be beginning of the year, maybe. I mean, Drury, I have to say, has done a lot of. He's made some good trades. He's made some good signings. He hasn't really gotten like fleeced on. Yeah. I, I'm not even upset with Trocheck signing. It's just for seven years. Yeah. I would have liked it when you have players like Truba, Goudreau, Kreider, Zabenejad signed for such a long time and a lot of money tied up between them. Panarin, I, I should mention, yeah. but Panarin makes it a lot easier. Um, I wouldn't have wanted him for that long, but he makes it better. Drury's kind of been really good at DN, so I don't think that they would overpay for him, but you know you're going to give up somebody for him. But that would be... It's just, it's really, the Rangers have to, it comes down to, like, are they in their old form, where you trade prospects for older players who you think are going to give you the edge to win, or do you trust your younger guys? That's why I was kind of upset they signed Trocheck because it's like, they had the kid line, which was the best line in their their team in the playoffs, which right. was Capo Caco, Philip Edel, and Lafreniere. That's Frenier. such a funny name. I'm yeah. sorry. Capo Caco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's well, like all of Choco Taco or something. Well, when was, you were saying it on episodes, I thought it was a joke. No, no that's his name. Because then I st- I, I'm a bit of a fraud. I watched the playoffs. I didn't right. watch I much of the regular season. A lot exactly. of them. When, when I listen to the episodes and I hear you say Capo Caco, I thought it was his nickname. No, a lot of their names are so... The Bread Man. Yeah, well, yeah, there's the Bread Man, but... I mean, that's even that's his nickname. It's like Capo Caco, yeah. Alexi Lafreniere, Philip Heedle, but Heedle spelled like C H I T Y L, like right. Heedle. And Niels Lindquist, which is one letter away from being Lundquist. Right. So it's like, it's so odd, some yeah. of the name. But I don't, it's like, do you, at some point, do you trust these players? Because they're playing in your third line. Right. Now that we lost some people in the offseason, which is fine by me, but. Lafreniere is going to play in the first line with Kreider and Zibanejad. The second line, I wanted Philip Hedl to take the second line center to either prove if he deserves the second line or not, because at some point in his career, he's either second line center or he's not. And you have to give him that opportunity to earn the role or he's or just let him go at some point to another team that will give him the opportunity. Yeah. So now he's going to be the third center, Philip Hedl, so that's already tough. And then you got... Capo Caco, who's he's a restricted free agent this year, right. and it's all if they want to. If there's a lot of talk, people are worried that they're gonna if they're gonna sign him because even he's an RFA, so it's not like he's just leave. But it's like then but how much you want to shell out? Yeah, and then to also to too, then Capo would play on the second line on on a wing, unless then you know if you get Patrick Kane, you have Panarin, you have Kreider. 
you have Lafreniere, those are your four wing spots in your top two lines. Yeah. Where would Kane go? Where or, would Kane? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's it's. Do you trust your young guys and give them an opportunity because they've yeah. all been playing on the third line or lower? You're not gonna. They've all been first round picks. That's the thing. Philip Hedl, you know, Capo, Lafreniere, Keandre Miller. He's a defenseman, so it's a lot easier. He's been playing outstanding, but they're all first round picks. They were all higher. So that might be more. Capo Capo was the second overall. Lafreniere is the first overall. You trade for Kane. One of those two are getting bumped out of the top six, and then you're like, oh well, they're not. You know, are they a bust pick? Did they not develop? But you can't develop a first round pick on the fourth line. Or it's trade deadline, and we need we're we're one guy away. That's what I would see. That's what I think would happen. The Rangers are going to take a step back this season. I think they're not. So you don't think they're going to? I think they have a window for five years. They definitely do, and they've gotten younger even after this off season. But the biggest when they're really going to start treading upwards is not this season, but this off season coming up. Because like I said, it all will depend. They have to sign Keandre Miller, like Igor. Uh, Lafreniere, a lot of players, uh, Niels Lindquist, who's a young defenseman, a lot of players right. are going to need, and they are very strapped with their, their cap. Their cap. They're going to have a lot of money that's going to have to go to a lot of players. I mean, they don't have a lot of money, but it's going to have to go to a lot of players. So right. if they manage next offseason well, then they're going to be trending up for four or five years and have a big window. Do you think this year's a step back? After last year making it Which to the Eastern Conference Finals, I thought they were. Going I thought maybe you could say this is. A time I thought they were they going cup go next year. I got cup next year. Yeah, I mean, I would love that, but like it was almost this year was way ahead of schedule, and it was like, oh my god, that's crazy. But then I feel like they took a step back in this offseason, even though they got rid of some people and brought in some people that aren't that bad and are good replacements. Good. It's it's really just I feel like they overperformed last year, and if they're not giving these guys the opportunity. To, to take these because I don't care if they do worse this year if like I said Lafreniere is playing on the first line every night and right. all that because you want them to develop he's a first overall pick right. we're the second overall pick you want them we already lost one with Lias Anderson he was the fourth or fifth overall pick a few years ago we never gave him any time he was a bust we traded him to the Kings he played there for a little bit and I don't even I don't know if no, he's, he's even still in their system now but it's like you can't take these players so high and then not give them the okay well you're not going to be in the top three lines right you need you need to have the roles and have the minutes and they already suffered from having david quinn as a coach gallant is way better but you know that can stunt their growth a little bit because it's like how much do you trust yourself are you getting nervous because you make a mistake are you thinking you're gonna bench the whole game but then it's like i it's really gonna come back to if the rangers are in a play on a good playoff position by the trade deadline, but they're worried about their goal scoring ability. If it's just not there, if Panarin, if they're worried about Panarin's thing in the last uh, postseason where he was good, not great, he kind of disappeared for some games. He was he's got great handles. He can get around people, but he's like, did he he, he can't he, finish it off. Yeah, at some point. So that's really what it's going to come down to is is the Kane situation because Chicago again, it's a trade. He's not like leaving in that. I mean, he would probably right. leave as a free agent if you know he's not traded so chicago but it really comes down to if they really aren't confident that they could re-sign him at some point and they know they're going to lose him for nothing and they want to sh- uh, shop him around it comes down to if the rangers are worried about their with their goal scoring which i think they're going to be worried because again when i say they're going to take a step back Kreider's not scoring 53 goals this year in the in the regular season yeah. Kreider's not going to do that right. everybody's also getting older 
You know, right, I, I you. there was a, a two seasons ago when Zabenejad got the five goal game. It was amazing. It was crazy. Is he going to do that again in his career? Probably not. Right. Panarin uh, had his career highs for points, assists, and goals, all three like categories. Is that are you expecting him to break all three of those again in the, in the right. next year? It's possible, but probably so not. So you see it unsustainable. And not like the team. The team is still going to be a playoff team. They're still going to be good, but I don't see their progress from last year being sustainable. They got too close to the sun too quickly, where they're going to probably take a step back this year and then go on an upward trend again. So, who then is the favorite in your mind to win the East this year? Would it be the Lightning again? The Panthers? I mean, it could be to win the East. Yeah, the, the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes got a lot better. They they got a few players. Um, who did the Hurricanes? They they got somebody from the West Coast. Um, or no, oh, they, I remember that. Yeah, I can't remember who they got, the Hurricanes. Yeah, I'll have to look that up now as we're doing yeah. this. But, I mean, the Hurricanes got tremendously better. They could honestly. You think the Hurricanes are a team to watch this year that yeah. could win it? You don't I mean, think the Lightning the can win the fourth one. in a row? You think it's too much to, to do it? For, for, the, well, the, the sheer amount of. Well, because they lost I mean, enough. No, yeah. I mean the Eastern Conference. They won three the Eastern Conference yeah. three years in a row. No, I don't think so. I feel like they got rid of McDonough, so that made them yeah. worse. Um, you know, on defense. Yeah. These players, again, they're. Where's McDonough now? Nashville, which Nashville. Nashville probably has the best four defensemen now. Like not like best four overall, but the way they have like Roman Yossi, like uh, McDonough now, like their top four defensive pairing is probably the best yeah. in the NHL. Wow. But it's you know I mean Toronto could be there again. They were one goal away in Game Seven mm. from beating the Lightning, but yeah. also Carolina was one goal away from a Game Seven yeah, to be in the Rangers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see it being Toronto and Carolina, the two teams to watch. Got it. Honestly, that'd but, be great know. too for the league to finally have another Canadian team. You know. Yeah, but it's funny because it's the Leafs. You'd almost want any other Canadian team because <laughs> everybody, the Leafs are the team that you kind of dunk on for being like right. you know. Yeah. But uh, I'm just trying to see who the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, get. I'm trying to too quick and I can't. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't see. I see the Rangers taking a step back this season, but like I don't think it's a cost or panic. I think their window is still like five years. Because overall they have young players. They have the best goalie in the league. They have a Norris Trophy winning defenseman. They have one of the best top five players in the league in Panarin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Zibanejad and Kreider are two great players who play together very yeah. well. But it's it's going to be, it depends on if players can step into their role, you know? So, like, if okay. if Trocek, Trocek is great, but he was really great on Florida. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't bad in Carolina at all. He wasn't bad at all. Uh, but is he going to, it's not like he was going up. He was. Uh, it's almost yeah. like his his you know production declined a little bit from going to Florida to Carolina. Yeah. Now, typically, that when a player like that goes to the Rangers, in the you know the spotlight of yeah. everything, and he signed also, kind of with the guarantee that he'd be the second line center. Yeah. So if if things don't go his way and like Gallant wants to shake up the lines yeah. and put them on the third line yeah. maybe i'm not saying like is that going to be a cause for friction of uh-huh. the team or is are you going to ride with him like that because it was kind of in this like you know free agency like nudge nudge like well is that getting past already the canes got yeah they got patch ready for nothing that's right. why it was they got that they got patch ready from the yeah we mentioned that earlier right we did from the I, Knights, I forgot they got him for 
absolutely nothing. They they trade him for future considerations because it was just a salary cap dump because the the Vegas Golden Knights are the worst managed team in hockey. As far as the cap goes. Yes. They've yeah. like I, I mentioned earlier, they traded three first round picks for Thomas Tatar. Then they packaged Tatar with somebody else to get Pacioretty, and then they traded for Jack Eichel, and then they didn't have the cap to get rid of to get everybody. They had like they had to get rid of Pacioretty, they had to get rid of Mark Stone, they had to get rid of all of these great players who have come in and out within the past like three years that they've traded for, that they couldn't manage their salaries and then had to lose. Mm. It's like, it's one of the, it's a really odd organization there. Got it. That's been like a horrible, horrible masterclass of like how not to manage a team. But I don't think any podcast gives hockey, football, Basketball and Paul Newman info. And and Paul Newman. The four That's major the four sports. Major sports. Yeah, That's right. the four major sports there. Yeah. Hockey we covered. Hockey. We already know, and the Rangers are already, so don't bet on the Rangers this year. Mikey said forget it. I think they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a good but you team. Wouldn't, but you wouldn't throw, like, what if the odds are the Rangers against 1,500 to make the finals? Would you throw, like, the $2 bet for DraftKings or something? Would you throw, like, 20 on it and say, yeah, the Rangers got a shot? Or would I mean, you say, I the thing with hockey is that there's always a shot for every team. It's right. so unpredictable with that. I mean, and I they might, have a great goalie. So they have the best I mean? goalie in the league. That's why it's like, yeah. I'm not even saying, like, they made the Eastern Conference Finals. They were, like, two games away from making the finals. Finals, right. And I think that they could have been really competitive against the – they probably still would have lost in all honesty, like, objectively looking back at the season, just based on the fact that well, – Yeah, because I said Colorado was going to Just in the that. fact, too, that they played – 20 games and 40 nights. They right. never had a back to, you know, they never had two days off in a row. They would have done that again, you know, going to Carolina, I mean, to Colorado. Colorado yeah. That would have been, they would have had no rest. They would have been injured. <laughs> all of that. And Colorado could score. Colorado That was is, one thing that was amazing about it. Those guys won, like, game yeah. seven. They scored a lot of goals. In Colorado them. has some of the best players in the league on their team, too, with, you know, Cal McCarr. He won the uh, Norse this year right. for best defenseman. Nathan McKinnon. Who was one of the best players ever to play? And he was he was like he was talked about as the next Crosby. Yeah, and you know Landis Cog, all these Miko Rantanen, all these players are great. Joe Sackick, Peter yeah. Forsberg, Patrick Waugh. Well, yeah, yeah, well, they're that going was back a great team. Yeah, they're going back. Well, that to was the two. Uh, That's two when teams I used to watch. Yeah. The, 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 That's the, it. You know, they'll still make the they'll still make the playoffs and be competitive, but you know. It all, well, maybe they'll get Patrick Kane. Ranger fans, we're sorry that yeah, you know, Mike's already put the kiss of death. They're not going to get there. I don't want people to get their hopes up. Right. They overachieved this year by but a tremendous amount, which we was great. We do have time to change, like you said. The oh, world yeah. changes daily, but you don't get this kind of Nothing. hockey, football, basketball, Paul Newman information. In one spot. No other podcast does it. Mr. Football, yeah. Mr. Hockey. Mr. Mr. Newman. Paul Newman. Mr. Yeah. Newman. Newman. So we got it all. <laughs> Newman from Newman. the Seinfeld. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and we're going to do this again real soon. Thanks.